Right then, gentlemen, here we go. Tits. <laughs> keep it. Just keep it. <laughs> oh, we've been playing in that Super League. We've been having a rub up time. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> All right. Get up, stand up, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's rather obvious what we'll be talking about today on Tuesday, 20th of April. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Welcome, one and all, to the Super Football Ramble. Ha, ha, ha. Obvious joke to begin with, gentlemen. How are you? Was it a joke? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just said a word. It was flipping hilarious. It was. They're going to be rolling in the aisles. <laughs> the aisles. <laughs> oh, laddos. <clears throat> lads, busy, lads, lads. Busy, busy, dear. And a lot of that news mm. dropped slap bang in the middle of the record yesterday. It did, yes. So we've taken 24 hours to... Um, regurgitate what we said yesterday. <laughs> we're not that into it. <laughs> and we're going to have our say today, Andy, when, aren't we? When did the shit graphics drop? Uh, I th- they seem to drop at around about 11am. Yes. And I can't help but think that that is the thing that makes me think that mm. it's not going to happen because it looks like it looks like a, a Tango Ice Blast uh, in a dark cinema. That's what yes. that, that little logo, as I tweeted, it looks like for me. And it makes mm. me think it's not going to happen because of that. Yeah, e- they e- haven't tried. E4 would have turned their nose up at that 20 years ago. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I think it's pretty mm-hmm. clear. But Has it come do, back do round, think... Andy, that stuff? <laughs> Possibly. Mm. What you mean, like crumbly old Pearl and Dean in the cinema yeah. and all that, that sort of mm. stuff. I, I do think it's hilarious, though. But the graphics for the Super League are actually a bigger story than Jose Mourinho getting bin by <laughs> And he'll be annoyed by that. He, he will, will imagine that timing. It's a good day to bury bad news and bad managers. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. He has, yeah. he has been leaving, I think, that fuck off clip on Florentino Perez's answer phone. <laughs> yes. Oh, big time. Oh, wow. The obvious thing we're going to talk about, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, is Sadio Mane scoring his first goal in 10 games. Well done, Sadio. How about that? Yeah, they're, they're firing once again. <laughs> Are we giving him half a goal for that? I think so. <laughs> Given the, the relative meaning of the game. Ah, blimey. Well, I mean, where to begin? I suppose, you know, there was a Premier League football match last night. And so we'll kind of look at it through those eyes. Uh, before the game, the Leeds versus Liverpool, there were Leeds fans and Liverpool fans, by, by all accounts, um, being very angry, protesting, uh, getting in front of the, the Liverpool bus. Mm. Jurgen Klopp said that the players, when they're having a little stroll in the city beforehand, I mean, you're always going to get abuse, Jurgen, if you're you're in another city and having a stroll around as Liverpool <laughs> uh, or any big club, of course. But uh, but they were people were shouting at them, and, and he sort of seemed to be uh, rather put out by this. But you can see the reaction already, Andy, on the ground of some of the fans how this has been uh, taken, and it's not too surprising. Uh, no, it's 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 not. Um, but you know, fans don't come out in this sort of environment for for, for no reason, mm. and it, it was it was huge. They had a saxophonist Did playing they? money, money, money. Did you not see that? Come on, <laughs> yeah, I am into this. But the really? trouble is, though, because Mane scored. Mane, okay, right, you know? uh, yeah, I guess so. That's what so, you're what, you think it covers up this protest <laughs> yeah. is endorsed by Jerry Rafferty <laughs> slash Kenny G. I think I think you'll find he was actually doing it for Manny, Manny, Manny. He scored his first goal in uh, 10 games, Andy. It's weird though, isn't it, that, that the entrance to the game mm. is more important 
than the game itself. A bit like mm. West Ham versus Manchester United all those years back at, yeah. uh, at Upton Park. Because the game, and I'm sure we'll touch on it briefly, I know about you guys, it was really hard to care about it. Well, that's really, I, I was really watching it with two Liverpool fans it. and he was, they were getting worked up and I was like, don't worry about it. There is no jeopardy involved in this match. If it got, if what you know what they they're saying is going to happen, that's the thing. Like all joking aside, there are oh, we got to get in the top four. No, you don't. That's but what this for, means. But for me, though, I think the most beautiful thing about this news is that I will very much enjoy the last few games of the season where yeah. teams that are not part of the mm-hmm. original six or whatever, yeah. um, they, they're going to be trying a little bit harder <laughs> to dump them out of the European positions to show them that they are unbelievable balance for doing this. I just enjoy it. I, lo- I love it. Look, they, were, they were queuing up to finish at the, uh, at, at the end. They was it, any, was it a goal end. for all of football? It that leads equalizer. Bafana, Bafana. It was great stuff. <laughs> that, that's it. The, the thing is, if we weren't sure how the football gods feel about this Super League proposal, yeah. can I draw your attention back a couple of days oh, go on, to when Juventus, mm. yes, Juventus, boo, boo. <laughs> thank you, um, played on Atalanta. Yeah. Atalanta, who of course Andrea Agnelli had said, why should yeah, a team, right. why should Atalanta qualify for the Champions League having had a good season? Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the way it works, you dick. Yeah, and never mind the fact they've had actually had four good seasons. Yes. But but anyway, mm-hmm. um and of course Juventus lost to a late goal at Atalanta. Yeah. Every time Agnelli not only opens his mouth about mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like this, but even thinks something like this. Juventus end up getting the little electric shock, yeah. now, <laughs> which, which is hilarious. Someone should say to Agnelli, you do realise that you'll, you'll, you might get to the final of the Super League and then you'll lose it again because that's what you <laughs> lot do. He's, I mean, he's a dislikable bugger, isn't he, old Agnelli? Um, but going back to, uh, to, to Leeds versus Liverpool, I mean, yes, the... the there was a lot of narrative around the game, of course. Marcelo Bielsa, you know, he was um, critical of the Super League, but he did call the 90 minutes against Liverpool. He said, I think it was a beautiful game. <laughs> beautiful for him, I suppose, yeah, which, in which, many which, ways. Which is quite nice. But he Bamford was, could have had a couple. Bamford could have had a couple. Mm. One that came off the bar was a good effort. Um, I mean, Bamford himself was asked after the game and he gave his views and just said, yeah, this is... He mentioned about the fans and, and so on and so forth. And James Milner, playing for a club who were going to be in this Super League, if it happens... He just, classic James Mill just went, no, I don't like it, not for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he will be probably leaving the club sooner rather than later. He's, he's, he's gassing out on his career, isn't he, really? Because <laughs> he has to because of his age. Yeah, but I mean... So it's you... not as risky as people who have actually a, a, a bigger interest in it, you would say. Yeah, but, but he's his, still... his word, word carries weight. Yes. Uh, like oh, yes, yeah, definitely. He's someone who's hugely respected mm-hmm. at Liverpool for a start, which I yep. guess is relevant in, in this situation and, and in English football more, mm-hmm. more widely. I mean, I think the contrast between what Milner and Klopp pre-match had to say on this compared to say what Thomas Tuchel mm-hmm. had said, which is, you know, pretty much, well, I, I don't deal with that, not my department. Mm. There but was to, a bit of that in Klopp's statement, though. Was, would that be fair to say? It was a bit like, I'll, I'll try and change from within. It <laughs> I'll was, try and infiltrate. But, but Tuchel, <laughs> though, it was interesting because Tuchel did also say that this chat could derail his players' focus. Now, they're in an FA Cup final and a Champions League semi-final. He's got his eyes on the prize, Andy. Maybe. But also, there's Liverpool have got aims before the end of the season. Mm. Name them. Well, it will be qualifying for the Champions League okay, because you said aims. Name another we're one. Assuming, <laughs> 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 not putting on a pretend sad face when they concede a late equaliser at Leeds. I mean, that, that could that could be one of them because, of course, we're assuming uh-huh. that all this is going to happen. Now we talked about Agnelli before mm. uh, in the in Juventus's. Um, 
statement to the the, the stock exchange that they put out. Mm-hmm. They're like, we can't be held responsible if this doesn't happen. It was like the full three and C's business. <laughs> it's, it's like we're running a best endeavour service here. You mustn't take this as definitely happening. But yeah. normally, though, it, it might not. not we can't tell when it's going to happen. But they've, they've messed this up because normally, if a government is wanting to, you know, run a new policy up the flagpole, it will be leaked, and they'll see the mm. public reaction. Well, this wasn't leaked. They came out. The stuff that has been leaked today or yesterday is them justifying it, Peter. They've done it all wrong, have they not? If this is just a bargaining chip, or well, they've done it all wrong, threat. commenting in HTML out the things they want to say on their own website. I mean, that is... Apparently the hackers of, you know, the Guardian hackers have Mm. have managed to sort of gain access to this. And it it sounds very much that they just put two um, Mm -hmm. forward slashes, which means you can't see any of the uh, content that that is Mm -hmm. written after the slashes uh, in an HTML file. That seems to be how they've done Mm. it. So you've not got a little confession you want to make here? No, I've not been. I've very much thought of you as the the Chloe of 24. Yes, please. uh, Of the My my, my, My naughty husband who runs a shoe shop. Just creating problems. Mm. If anyone remembers the plot of season five mm. of Twenty Four, that's very much what happened. Never saw an episode of it. Really? Yeah. That is an achievement. Yeah. Well, I'm just anti Super League. That's why. <laughs> uh, well, but yes. well, can we move away from the Leeds Liverpool match? Because for me, it is. Well, the t-shirts. We've got to mention the t-shirts. Sorry. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes t-shirts at Liverpool can be good. They, is that fair? They didn't want to wear those t-shirts. They wore the other ones. <laughs> they were very funny t-shirts. I know. Wear very those funny. Ones. Earn it. Brilliant. But, but Klopp, though, he had a little bit of a ding-dong with Gary Neville. <laughs> I mean, he clearly... I, I think Neville hit the nail on the head. He's not able or not willing to say what he truly wants to say, mm-hmm. which is why he's getting a little bit... I mean, he's a bit prickly because he didn't perhaps win the game. Well, he, he didn't sell him out. He didn't sell himself out uh, against yes. what he's previously said. Yeah, and, and he's clearly against it. There's, I don't think there's any two ways about that. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting. You know, I mean, Andy, what, what realistic do you think it is that if this pressure... And the reaction is fierce and remains fierce for the next few weeks, even a few months, whatever. Do you think these clubs will back down on the basis of that? Or will there be other reasons why, um, if it doesn't go ahead, that it, it won't go ahead? Well, I think what's clear is if a, a couple break and turn back on it, then mm-hmm. the remaining of however many there are left of the 12 are left in a difficult position. Well, there's chat that, that apparently there's a couple of the English clubs have got slightly cold feet and, and, and rumours are that it's Chelsea and Manchester City. And that, that wouldn't surprise me. Mm. Um, because, because they can afford than... it. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they've still got stuff to play for this season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> rather, rather than being ringleaders, mm. they're invited, it mm. seems. That, that that seems to be the, the, the major difference with them. But I think it's, it's already difficult to see it as a fair complete because not just because of the event of small print I think because of the fact that there are no German and French clubs involved and p- particularly no German clubs mm. now since the guys talked about it very very eloquently and very passionately um, on yesterday's ramble and I, I loved it the one thing that's changed as well as the Klopp and Milner thing is the fact that Bayern Dortmund and yeah Leipzig as well but Whatever, yeah, cheers. Have, have, uh, yeah, have, have come out and said we are against this. Mm. Mm. Not inferred we are against this. Have yes. come out and said we are against this. Yeah. And when we're looking at fan pressure, and I know that there's been a bit of reaction from people that, well, you know, they don't care what the fans think. In fact, these people don't even know the fans exist. And I have sympathy for that point of view. The thing is, in Germany, Bayern and Dortmund can't ignore the fans mm-hmm. not because of ownership issues so much 
because Dortmund are the only floated club on the stock exchange in, in, in Germany. But it's the fact that culturally, the fans will not have it. There's so much mm. more fan mobilisation there, so much more culture of direct action mm -hmm. that, you know, fan reaction here, we might grumble about stuff online or, you know, yeah. ring up talk yeah, yeah, sport yeah. Or, or whatever. But there, mm -hmm. fans have power and will make stuff happen. Well, Andy, there's a, there's a reason why there are six Premier League clubs who are signed up and the two big sides in Germany have said no. That speaks mm. volumes for the mm. fan culture and, and, and all the rest of but it. But already that, that undermines it as like even a showpiece, let alone a, a piece of sport, right? Andy, you, you said just before we, we came in that, that apparently FC Porto were asked to join and they said no. Well, that's, what, that's what their president, Pinto de Costa, said. Do you believe him? Yeah, he's a trustworthy fellow. <laughs> of course I believe him. <laughs> so what, what's the reaction been in, say, the likes of Portugal or maybe one or two other European countries who have some big teams, but they've clearly either been overlooked or they've turned it down or whatever the case may be. What, what do they think? Because in England, you know, as I say, six of our, our big clubs are, 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 are proposing to kind of do this thing, whereas in other countries, they're, they're not involved. Well, of course, yeah, a lot of other clubs have, a lot of other countries have just been completely left out. And so that kind of underlines the heritage argument, doesn't it? Yeah. When you've got no Rangers, Celtic, yeah. Porto, Arts. Benfica... Yeah. Exactly. You know. Ajax, all those sort of teams. That was absolutely put in the perfect place, Mark. <laughs> that, that was magnificent timing. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the, the strongest condemnation of, of that we've heard from about the European Super Leagues from Ian Holloway said it's a betrayal to the memory of, of Prince Philip, Peter. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I mean, you ask Andy about the, about the, the what the reaction report, and then you ask me what I think about Ian Holloway's reaction to Prince Philip. If I ever, I, I mean, I must remind you, I am a published pundit, yeah, Marcus Speller. You are. No, yeah, no, but you're also a royalist as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with Ian Holloway. I agree. I mean, I agree with the fact. Like, I agree. I don't really. Can, yesterday was a bit weird. The 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 pearl clutching. Uh, the, 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 from, from a lot of spheres mm. I genuinely don't understand Marcus yeah well, did, did like, you... why are people so like the Champions League is, is shit for the same reason that this is shit I, oh, except on. there's there's an access point there it, it, this is what modern football well, they, is you, no, you're in a situation it, where where clubs who are owned by businessmen mm -hmm. And women expect a return on it. The, the clubs that don't need it are the ones who are in it, for, who are run by uh, organisations that are in it for the sports wash. They can afford to toss no, I... three hundred million quid down the drain every, every single year. But th these are football teams who expect a return. When I when I first saw this, I thought, you know, this isn't even Jurassic Park. The Raptors testing the fences to 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 to, 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 to sort of like for, for the Champions League negotiations. Mm, and right. for negotiations. should be in it. Yeah, they, I agree. <laughs> That. It's not. It's not even that. It's the, the the fences have a stake in the Raptors, and the Raptors have a stake in the fences. Mm. And and Chelsea turned up the heat on 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 the on the money situation twenty years ago. Uh -huh. You'd probably say that Newcastle United turned up the heat even longer ago yeah, under Saint, under Sir John Hall. And where are them in the conversation? Now the Raptors are in the kitchen and they're cooking up shit for everyone. Yeah. And Mike Ashley's Jeff Goldblum in this. Yeah. Sort yeah. Of yeah, I, no, I know. Leave I, I, Jeff alone. Leave Jeff alone. He suffered enough. But um, so what you're saying is that football, you know, the groundwork has been, you know, this is not surprising because no, the this Super is, this has is been... unmetered free market access. No, no, completely. To, no, no, I do. To I cash do. and players, and and, and no, this has been happening for a long and, time. And look, if you dance with a billionaire, you wait for the song to stop. Essentially, mm. is what you're saying. And and 
you know, the the, the leagues, the European Super League, I can remember years and years ago. It was, I think, 98 was the first, 1998 was one of the first sort of... 86. It was 86, as far back as that. I remember being scared of it when I was a kid. No, I remember, I remember <laughs> in the 90s. Yeah, was, was there was like talk of yeah. a European Super League yeah. and Rangers and Celtic fancied it. There was always talk in Scotland, you know, Rangers and Celtic might join this European Super League and, and Ajax and one or two others would be involved. Well, you just knock it down the road 25 years or however long it is, 30 years. And, and and here we are. So call, call it bluff. Let them get on with the fucking FIFA coins wank competition they're going to have. And we and I don't have to look at Jim White's yellow tie every four months, wondering whether we're going to drop drop a fifty billion pounds on Neymar. Mm. It's not going to just let them get on with their their space football, mm-hmm. and we'll just the legacy fans will just get on with like enjoying what we enjoy. All I'm what I think what Pete is trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, that. We'll see you in the swimming pool at Craven Cottage, all right, for Wigan on a Tuesday night. I think the other thing, and I think this is where I I totally agree with Pete, is the fact that, I don't know if it's slipped under the radar, but it's certainly not the headline. The fact that when Alexander Cheferin came out and uh, gave a really good speech, actually, by any standards, whether you're Mm -hmm. on his side or not, and he is is a charismatic leader, if he's an effective one, is a different question, obviously. I think that the thing that's kind of not been the headline is, yeah, well, we've we've still we're still pressing ahead with our plan for the Champions League, which is a dreadful plan. Which is awful. Yeah, it's no. essentially like How is that it's like a, it's like a bloody Super League, but you know, just it's not um, Super League ex- by stealth. Yeah, it's I, not exclusive. But, but, I would love to see Jurgen Klopp arguing the toss about um, fixture congestion oh and, and and TV rights and stuff like that, and, and mm-hmm. fixtures being moved because yep. of TV yeah, yeah, yeah. when he's a founding member. He's got the resin figurine. He's got the founder's edition uh, entrance to this competition and, and arguing with his own boss uh-huh. about when he can go and play the football match. But, but that's, that's the thing. If, <laughs> if the Champions League, if, say if all this Super League chat was to go away mm. and you know the clubs backtrack and say, oh, it was a bargaining position. It was only ever a bargaining position. We just want to explore what's the best for European football, <laughs> which is not a million miles from what they're saying yeah. mm-hmm. at the moment. The huge damage is done to reputations. Oh, for sure. But if we get to 2024... And this new format comes in. Mm. All the top leagues in Europe, including the Premier League, they have to be cut. You, you can't run a 20-team Premier League mm. and this format of the Champions League. Mm-hmm. It's just not possible. And you're right. When it gets to the point where coaches and players don't moan but refuse, mm-hmm. that's different. Uh, but but that Agnelli wanted that, didn't he? He wanted an 18-team Serie A. Yeah. And all that. I, so I, Well, the thing is, that this has been talked about around Europe for... yeah. Like months, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. that leading up to this change in the Champions League, mm. th- this will have to happen. I mean, look, I want a 21-team Turkish Super League, which is the only Super League you're ever going to need. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, every week of the year. But yeah. even they're only tolerating but, it for one season. But the, I mean, the problem is, though, you, you know, you can have this sort of overinflated Champions League and all this kind of stuff. But, you, you know, in theory, Ajax... Porto again, you know, Ajax again, Porto again. These sides can win it. This is, you know, I understand that the rich get rich and the poor get poorer when you yes, bring in your they near... they certainly beat Spurs. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> wait, sure. But, you know, yeah, I understand the rich get rich and the poor get poorer with your neoliberalism and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And it, and it, it needs to be pulled back a bit. But this is, no, the rich are rich and the poor are poor. That's it. It's locked in. Yeah, totally. Completely locked in. There's no uh, room for discussion end of kind of thing and this idea that oh well five lucky winners get to play in it every now and then I mean where's like look at say someone like um, Ferenc Varos in Hungary who have, who have been in the Champions League yeah. this season you know that's massive for them and that's a, a club with a, a lot of history and tradition yep. I understand the way football's gone and the way politics is and the way 
you know, you can you extrapolate this much further out that they're not going to win the Champions League or anything like any time soon. But the fact is, for fans of the, of the, that club and, and other clubs like that, it's massive. You know, Dynamo Zagreb. Look at what they've done in the Europa League this season. You know, mm. this is this is big stuff, and it is it, just saying, no, we're not interested in any of that old tosh. We are better than you. We are more money than you. The Atletico Madrid 15 to 20 years ago were an unfashionable side. Less. Like, like pre, pre-Simeone, they're, they're European exactly. ballast. And this is, That's and this, all they are. Exactly. And people forget that. Look at Spurs 15 years ago. Mm. You know, Arsenal have not challenged for the title for ages. The, it, it locks out any hope of, say, in 15 years' time. Say, look at Atalanta. Even bloody uh, Everton, you know, something like that. Or Wolves yeah. or something. You build something. It is within the realms of possibility that in five years, within five years... Swansea get into Europe. West Ham get to a quarterfinal of a Champions yeah. League. I know that sounds ridiculous, but yeah. what it, it is possible. With this, this is not possible. End of. See you later. It's, it's not a glass ceiling anymore. It's a flipping metal I, screen. I, that... I, I, I didn't think it was going to happen yesterday. Yeah. I still don't think it's going to happen. We know why this exists. We know how shit the logo is. This hasn't. This, this <laughs> has logo. been one meeting with JP Morgan. Yeah, will you lend us some, you know, protection? Yeah, fine. Yeah, we'll do yeah, anything. But Peter, if you, it happens. But what do you cool. think of Florentino Perez saying that young people are no longer interested in football because it's of a lot, lot of poor quality games? Look, they, 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 look. If you go on Twitter and you got, and if you're only consuming. Um, football Twitter and football social media yes you uh, on football YouTube you will have a very skewed image of what modern football is mm-hmm. it's your Neymars it's your Mbappes it's yep. your FIFA coins and all that all that chod fine right there there needs to be a product that services mm-hmm. uh, that side of things and that probably will be that in the future people want to watch the, the best players play football mm-hmm. let them go, let I'm just do it just fucking do it let's stop talking about it you go and do it I'll be five places higher than we would be. I have to say, I I think it's a bit (laughs) counterintuitive to us to be convinced about what young people want by (laughs) a 74-year-old white Spanish man. (laughs) But, but, I mean, I understand the point of, like, let them do it. but But you know as well as I do that in three or four years, if we're two seasons, three seasons deep in the Super League, the broadcasters will come round. I mean, no, fact, they'll, they'll be there on day one, and so will we. One. Let's make that very clear. And this is the problem. This is the problem with football. You have a captivated audience. You have a loyal audience that will always be there. These billionaires and money men—they can't believe their luck. It's to be honest, it's surprising. It's it's taken this long. No, because you mo- change... why? Why would any sensible businessman get involved with a football side? No, but the, like, there's just nothing no, but, to be made, made for. No, it. but there it's is though, because expensive. you you have loyal customers all the time, and they do look at it as customers. People change what cars they drive. They change what what sort of brands of. You could with. make more they money even... with oil. You could make more money with steel. You could make more money in a million different spheres. Rainham steel? It is <laughs> Rainham steel. There they are again. Essex final. <laughs> but they, they, are they you could... saying Scunthorpe should be in the Super <laughs> No, but I'm just saying that, that they know I'm, I'm that I'm tired this will of being sell. disappointed at millionaires and billionaires in football. Like, they, yeah. they're not, they're here to either either um, uh, launder their, their, their PR or just have something to talk about down the in Mar-a-Lago, whatever the fuck they call it, uh, or, or, or some, some, some other reason. They're not there... They must know it is not a, 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 a decent investment for a man to throw billions of pounds at a football club because exactly. it's, it's, it's diminishing returns and, every year. And that's why, if it's not sport, why is it even happening? Well, okay. that, that's, that's the thing. It's the difference between sport and entertainment. And as you say, if it's closed, it's no longer sport. Mm. It's also, as a fan of American sports myself, a massive misunderstanding of how the NBA works mm-hmm. and what makes it attractive. Yeah. People saying, oh, it's closed. You've got no relegation. It's the same thing. Yeah, that's true. But the NBA has salary caps. 
Uh, it has an um, amateur slash professional draft, all these sort of things. And actually, one of the biggest breaks on the NBA, and one of the reasons why a lot of people believe the viewing figures have been dropping, is that they've got a competition problem. Because the fact is, so teams who aren't going to win it get a better go in the draft next year, mm -hmm. and therefore, you know, you, you get better picks um, uh -huh. on, on, on players. Like, you, you've had situations in the last couple of seasons where 10 out of the 30 teams have decided to tank, like decided to almost mm. deliberately lose <clears throat> games mm. so they get a better pick next year. So they've had to redo the draft. <laughs> so it's not guaranteed that if you're the worst, you get the best pick. Interesting. And just quickly before we go for a break, because we will talk about this Super League stuff for, for a while to come, I, I, I imagine. Why did PSG... Well, they have either turned they're it nice. Down. No. Why are PSG not involved in this so far? It's odd. Is it's, this because they're still not... in the Champions League and they want to win that before doing any of this nonsense? Well, they might have won it by Friday if the other three <laughs> Well, that, maybe, that, maybe that's it. I mean, maybe that, they just hang it on. Brilliant, brilliant cover of Lequipe today where yeah. it's got um, Neymar comforting, in inverted commas, uh, Joshua Kimmich, and it says, uh, Nous sommes les champions on it. We are All the right. champions. <laughs> but, um, but what's going on with PSG? Well, I knew that when you said it in French, man. <laughs> 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 but but, but the, the, the thing there is that A, um, Nasser Al-Khalifi is very tied up with UEFA. He's on the Exco committee. Mm -hmm. um, they've been um, his company, of course, Al Jazeera Sport, effectively. They've got um, a lot of Champions League contracts um, that are very important to them. And don't need the money. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think the other thing, yeah, but visibility-wise, they're hugely yeah. important to them. And I think the other thing is Al-Khalifi, who's actually a pretty good dip diplomat, mm -hmm. he's always been seen as quite nouveau riche at the top table of European football. Whereas now, it looks like he's kind of reinventing himself <laughs> as the go-between between the Super League clubs and the rest of the clubs. Because mm. he's actually face-to-face, -face, very, very convincing. So this is an opportunity for him to get to a level of power, not just in French football, but in the European game that maybe he couldn't have even dreamt of before. Well, there you are. It's so interesting, though, isn't it? Like, I know people are going, oh, the title is... It is very interesting. Oh. It's real spicy. It made Mourinho sacking not the big story of the day. <laughs> and that'll annoy him. It will it's annoy funny. him so much. <laughs> You better get your finger out, all right, and make sure that you get the fucking results. <laughs> Big Duncan Ferguson. Big there. Dunk. Did you see that when he? Uh... Why is he threatening us? Mm. <laughs> He'll threaten anybody. Um... It's so. It's just him. Uh, somebody doing like a photography exam or something. And, they're not. And... They're not. They're not pulling their weight in their, their, their class or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he sent them a sort of a threatening invitation. I suppose you yeah. would describe. I'll come round your house. How much would you pay for that on cameo, Pete? Oh, that, I mean, it, well, it's lengthy. He probably did it quite quickly, imagine, Dunk. He did it in Goodison Park, so it's a nice Goodison background. Park, yeah, nice, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's all there. I, I, the laziest cameos are the ones uh, performed in cars. Uh, performed in Range Rovers. I don't like them. No, we don't like that. No. All. all right, everybody. Sean Paul in the ring light, though. Exactly. Whoa. Thank you. It's time for emails, and it's Stephen Spencer who's up today. Love the game. Now hit subscribe. Send us a note We won't reply Email 
Yeah, well, it's, it's such a stormy, turbulent time. Come it's on. lovely. I'm under the sea. Yeah. Uh, mermaid is singing me. Yeah. A deep voiced mermaid is singing uh-huh. me a lovely tune. It's That's very, very Ockerville River. Yes. I think a lot of them are, actually. Yeah. You know, um, oh, what's his name? Is it Paul Watson who wrote Up Nom Pen? Um, the, the, who went round and, and managed a team. He managed a team in Mongolia and, right. and all that. Do you remember yeah. this? I follow him on Twitter and he's always kind of tweeting, oh, here are the lads in, you know, Kiribati or somewhere, you know, playing in their division. You see these sort of lads running around this sort of sodden pitch or something like that. This is where football really lives. Let's just move out there. <laughs> Let's just do that. That's, that's where it is. All those kind of things. It, uh, it gives you a bit of hope, uh, a bit of faith back in the game. Um, yes, we've had a lot of emails about the Super League, so thanks uh, for all of them. We really appreciate that. We'll be getting stuck into them all through the week. Uh, we've got one here from Liam Pennington, though. Hello, Ramblers. Uh, long brackets, long, long time listener, first time emailer. Uh, I want to firstly congratulate you on Monday's show, an instant reaction to the project in inverted commas and all it means for real fans and real clubs. You have always come across as fans who know what it feels like to attend a game, even if that sometimes involves asking for green tea at half-time. <laughs> Demanding it. Yeah, fair. Demanding the shop stocks it. <laughs> but my demand was met, Pete. Correct. That's, well, the, look. that's the important thing. Um, the authenticity of football should always win out, and my romantic heart hopes it still does. The alien corporate dead and stone of finance created this, and hopefully lower league and non-league clubs will see the benefit of fans finally deciding that enough is enough. Here, here, Liam. I love lower league and non-league football. Ground hopping is a hobby that I hope hasn't been killed off by COVID. It is something I want to return to as soon as it's safe to do so. It is in these grounds and these clubs and their fans where the true foundation of the sport lies. I know that the ramble has to cover all levels of football and Jim referenced the reality of being unable to fully divorce yourself from a club in the episode. I just hope that the ramble leads from the front with opposition to the development I won't bother to name in this email. We know what it is. We know what it represents. We know what it means. Yeah. Is, Thank is, you, Liam. He's mm. leading the opposition. Um, just let him do it. Is that Sit what it in. is, Peter? Leading the, the opposition <laughs> against the Super League. You're just going, just let him do just it. Just let him do it. <laughs> they want to do it. I don't care. I'm looking forward Football to Football will always survive. I'm looking forward to the championship next season. There's none of this crap. There's no VAR. <laughs> Everybody, uh-huh. see you there. Well, that would be something, actually. If, if the Premier League somehow foundered off the back of this, we would at least go back to a situation where, at the moment, it's they always bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it would go back to a situation where the champions of English football get the old trophy. Because it quite annoys me mm. that the winners of the championship get the same thing that, say, you know, Liverpool won in True, yeah, yeah, yeah. 88. That's a good point, Matt. That's a bloody good point. <laughs> like, um, yesterday, uh, my mate Joe at Texas was saying that my, my second club has always been, he's a Spurs fan, he said, oh, my second club has always been Newcastle, I might have to just sort of switch your leads. I was like, you've got three weeks before the takeover, the unspeakable takeover. <laughs> <laughs> good, good luck with that no one. No one is safe. <laughs> uh, Robert Scott, Scotty, Mourinho to Newcastle. <laughs> if we're wow. gonna if we're gonna park the bus, we may as well get some box offers out of it. Mourinho taking the mantle of Bobby Robson, beautiful. We get Lascelles as a B Tech John Terry. What as he ruins ASM's creativity till he leaves for Everton. I'm even behind him chasing John Joe through uh, Leas' park to get his fitness up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can even win the Intertoto again. Also, we definitely need to leech some of that prestige and get a European Super League player so we can get battered every week by Milan instead of Southampton. We deserve that at least. Yeah. 
That's nice. Enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. I mean, I'm, I'm on board with that as well. Well, a reminder. Let show, them do it. Show at footballramble.com for all that kind of goodness or tweet us at Football Ramble. <laughs> yeah. I should say that Paul Watson's book is Up Pompeii. He wrote a book. I should get the title right. <laughs> um, so there we are. Um, but yes, Mourinho. What next for Jose Mourinho? He posted a video on his Instagram yesterday filming the media in front of his house and saying, they don't give me privacy. Even my friend Gary's disturbing me. That's my life. Gary. Gary. <laughs> Gary. Leave off, Gary. Come on. Um, would, Newcastle United? Well, look, why yes, not? Yes. Eh? Why the bloody hell not? But there's a, there's a gif going around of a sheep falling down a crevice, uh, <laughs> and um, a rescue team pulling the sheep out, and then the sheep sort of bounding into the distance, then falling down the same crevice again. That it, it's a beautiful uh, uh-huh. depiction, as as tweeted out, uh, of if Steve Bruce maintains the stewardship <laughs> of Newcastle United next season. Now, yeah, we escape, but see you back here at the same yeah. time next season. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, did he not say we said this a while ago when he was up at St James Park was he not saying that how he always loves playing there he feels like it's coming home or some bollocks like that yeah and we thought to ourselves hang on is he is he angling is he sort of even he's realising his star has waned Look, somewhat the pond may get a little bit uh, smaller next season so Newcastle may be regarded as a slightly bigger fish so. well Jamie Carragher reckons that he's done in print the Premier League no mm. more no more Andy for Jose Mourinho in the Premier League so if someone will have him He's not done in the no. Premier League. No, no, of course, no, no. Clearly, he'll he, he would have. I mean, crying out loud, you know, he would be an improvement on Steve Bruce. <laughs> we can all agree on that. Yeah. Um, but would he? You I said, "There's a few." You know what? Pro rata. Yeah, maybe a pro rata. Yeah, depending. I think on... how much he'll cost. Yeah. I mean, at, at least Newcastle have gone down the route for very many years of not really appointing proper managers, give or take mm. Rafa Benitez, which is still. I totally it's an weird. aberration that proves the rule, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But with Mourinho, though, I remember saying a, a few years ago that if he can show an ounce of um, modesty or maybe even humility... Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, Set, that, I, I, sentence <laughs> over. See, see you next week. Just, just, yeah, I mean. But no, well, I suppose he has done in, in some way in that. By taking the Spurs job in the first place? Yes. <laughs> yeah, genuinely. Because, because you, you look at the elite clubs, he's managed... Well, if we're going on Super League, I know Spurs are in there, but you know Manchester United, Real Madrid, Inter at the time were were the, the champions of Italy and they were yes. winning titles regularly. So you look at those three clubs, you know, they are the top of the tree, really. Certainly in, in reputation with Manchester United, obviously, and haven't been in the last few years. Those were the clubs that he was he was looking at, and it was always top level. Oh, is he gonna manage PSG next or maybe a Bayern Munich or something? Not that they have him. And 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 it was a case of well, Tottenham Hotspur are on that sort of nice rung of they're a big club, big ambitions. Pochettino took them to a Champions League final. Okay, there you go. But they're not Manchester United and they're not Real Madrid. Well, now, does he have to go down? Look at Ancelotti at Everton, for example. Huge yeah. club, you know, you know, ambitious fans, all the rest of it. But they are not some of the clubs that he's managed before, with the exception, perhaps, of maybe Napoli. You know the massive difference between Ancelotti and Mourinho? is that Ancelotti understands that despite all the stuff he's won before, there is a need to change. There is a need to evolve. Yes. Mourinho doesn't get that. I don't think he'll ever get that yeah maybe he's trying to get that i mean i thought at the beginning when he brought in mm-hmm. he didn't get the band back together of course Rui farrier wasn't available he had a, mm-hmm. a, a job elsewhere but i had the sense that he thought you know what i need some wisdom from outside the tent i need a different way to to look at things but then he seemed to lapse back into his old way of doing things mm-hmm. and you know what i don't think anyone involved with spurs be it the club or the fans can be really surprised about the way this has gone. I mean, I heard Mourinho talked about as 
the pragmatic choice. You know, this is the point where Spurs been being beautiful and let's yeah. just let's just win the trophies that mm-hmm. we've been building towards under Pochettino. Mm-hmm. But what in recent times really suggested this was possible? Yeah. I- I'm not sure anything did. I mean, Luke has been saying for a few years on here uh-huh. that he's a busted flush at the top level. And I, I think that's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I think all the evidence really points to that. And he's but really from, isolated from, himself as well in, in, in many ways. But he's, he's, he's done that for a long time, really. Since he's the, the Black Sheep Boy, Hockerville River. <laughs> it's the, <laughs> the Hockerville River episode. <laughs> but I think when you look at the reasons why Spurs appointed him, it's, it was never about, you know, the, the realistic appointment. Mm-hmm. I think... Prestige. It's, it's, yeah. It's, That's what Vish said yesterday. It's vanity. Mm. It's vanity to say that, look at us now, we could get Mourinho. Mm, sort yeah. of, we don't need we, Harry anymore. We've, we've, got a, yeah. we've got a massive stadium now. Look at us with our manager who's won loads of stuff and yeah. our huge stadium that you can climb over the top of and all the rest of it. Yeah, I, I mean, if Spurs have... got Kate. She did that, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um, speaking of Masons, though, Spurs have <laughs> confirmed Ryan Mason as interim manager. 29-year-old Ryan Mason, ex-player. Like that is quite something, isn't it? Is it? I mean... I, I, they had to yeah, do something. Is. I mean, okay, cool. no, that, I mean, that is quite something. Will it continue with us this season? What can happen between now mm. and the end of the season? They, he wins a League Cup final and seals a Conference League place. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, that is. I wouldn't have thought that, to be perfectly honest with you. Thought they might have like Goose Hiddink lined up. <laughs> well, exactly. Any other kind of big club, you would expect that sort of thing to happen, wouldn't you? So, so, but not, not a twenty-nine-year-old former but maybe, player. But maybe Spurs will be forced into that because they think that they need to have that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, parachuted in kind of old hand, effectively. Give it Macy. Give, Give it, it Macy, Macy till the end of the season. season. <laughs> <laughs> Give it Kay. Kay do a better job. Well, than we have Mourinho right, last we? season. Well, maybe. She's busy at Sky Sports News football ramble, though, I would say. The players would not know what hit them. Well, where do you see Marina going next, then? That is the obvious question. I think it's a really limited pull. I do. I don't don't think that the Newcastle shout is that mad. No, but but Mm. but he has to show a bit of modesty. That's the point. And I would say... And he probably has to take a pay cut as well. Spurs Mm. was the sweet spot of that, not an elite-level club, not a side that was going to win the league. You know, but it's just that step down... But it's still got a lot of prestige and so on. As we you see, only that play, in... you only play a club like I said it before about uh, you. I can't remember on the show last week. You only play X twice in your career, and it's nice to be back. <laughs> you only uh, manage a club at the level of Spurs twice in your career, and for Mourinho, it's nice to be back. So yeah, well, he's, only, he's, way he's on yeah. way down. Yeah, and, and and so, but but but. Uh, uh, Again, it's that pool of clubs. Could he manage, say, a, like a Valencia or a Sevilla, something like that in Spain, or I don't know, a Napoli or something like that? It, it, maybe not those specific ones, but that level of club. Possibly. You would think he would have suitors, could, could perhaps. You, could you see it going any better for him at any of those places? No, I couldn't, Andy. I couldn't. But I'm saying that that's where he may go mm. next. But he could do, if he shows a little bit of modesty and maybe takes a pay cut and so on, if he went to somewhere like Newcastle, they'd love him, certainly to begin with. Because, again, he still has that draw. He still has that box office mm. appeal. He's 58. I didn't realise he was that old. I always think of him as about 40. You know, he's a fresh face. But will he go into international management at some point? Will he, will he at all is the other question. Well, the landing spot's not really there for him at Portugal at the moment. Mm. And that's the problem, really, that his brand has burnt so many... Not not just him personally, but his brand has burnt so many bridges mm-hmm. in recent seasons. I think the real turning point for him, like, probably leaving the absolute elite level of the game, after he gets binned by Chelsea mm-hmm. the second time, mm-hmm. 
Paris Saint-Germain have always wanted him mm. because they always wanted this superstar coach. They had the chance to get him for nothing when he got binned from Chelsea and they're like, yeah, you know what? Nah, he's not for us. Mm -hmm. and, and when a team like that, who has a need to project globally, says, you know, the other stuff is not worth it. Mm. I mean, that I think is a, is a line that, that, see, that says where elite level football sees you mm -hmm. from that point. Super League. Super League. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah. Well. Kashima Antlers. What about when Old Fizzer loses his job? Could you see him at Inter Miami? <laughs> I don't write Old Fizzer. And that's where we finish today's show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and finally, Phil Neville. Phil Neville is starting to become your Sven, your Eriksson kind He's of like, go-to little kind of comfort blanket. Well, what else show. has been happening? We need a little <laughs> bit of. Uh, we need something light and humorous to mm. uh, end the show. An old spunky fizzer. Um, he got off to a losing start the weekend with a 3-2 defeat to uh, David Beckham's old team, LA Galaxy. Despite leading twice, Peter. Riot squad. You've got to, Riotous. You've got to ask yourself, does this Phil Neville into Miami <laughs> side struggle with keeping a lead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a great start, is it? Uh, who got oh, the two important goals for LA Galaxy? Uh, Javier Hernandez. <laughs> the ex-Manchester United man completing a job. the Manchester United feel in that match. Ha Javier Hernandez not cool enough to play for LAFC. I mean, that's pretty damning. They beat, <laughs> Although, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, all right, all right, all right. What's his name? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, his side. Uh, it's rare that I'm sort of coming up with the name for a film actor because that's what I usually do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we just going to call all these Austin, MLS... Austin. Are we going to call all these MLS teams after after their most famous residents? Yeah. Well, do, do what you need to do to jog you to jog one's memory. Will, will Ferrell FC rolled them over? Yeah, they put one nil. <laughs> but yeah, I think the interesting thing about yeah. uh, this Inter Miami thing is um, I've, I've seen discussions on US media in recent days. Are Inter Miami the worst run franchise in the MLS? It's not exactly an auspicious start for, for Beckham. I mean, there was the whole Matuidi thing. They'd signed yeah. too many designated players and they tried to hide him as a not designated player. <laughs> well, the, the, rule they broke, the rule they broke is the Beckham rule. It's like, you of all people should know this rule, David. <laughs> <laughs> you broke your own rule. But it just it's like Bosman me... getting upset. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bosman starting a club and then, and then pissing off his own... It just, it just makes me think with that, if, if Beckham's getting it so horrendously wrong mm. behind the scenes, maybe that's what Phil Neville's doing there. Yeah. Maybe Phil Neville is Boris Johnson and David Beckham's Dominic Cummings. <gasps> no... You don't want to believe it. <laughs> no, because because Cummings was pulling the strings, wasn't he? Exactly. You think back he's and he's put his dopey front man out there to take all the blows. <laughs> oh, uh, I see what you mean, yeah. Oh, well, you're onto something there. Nice. You don't want to Miami sleazes back. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to damage Bran Beckham, do you? No, you can't. He's not going to put all his chips in that, is yeah, he? Yeah, he's even got his own rule apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Just just give it Crockett and Tubbs till the end of the season. <laughs> hey, well, you see. Give it a fizzer. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a fizzer till the whole season. Well, yeah, well, we hope Inter Miami can turn it around um, because, you know, fizzer is ultimately representing all of us as Englishmen. True, yeah, true. <laughs> we can't forget that. There we are. Tonight, uh, back in the good old Premier League, uh, it's Chelsea versus Brighton. Cool. Ooh. Will those Chelsea fans be protesting outside the bridge? I just hope that this, put, as I said before, puts a little pep in the old step of teams who are playing the, the, the so-called big six here. I, I would love them to sink like fucking stones. Brilliant. It would be I, very I mean, good. it's weird, isn't it, when you see that upcoming fixture and you think, can we have a fixture that I'm 
bothered about, like mm. maybe Burnley versus Crystal Palace, teams that aren't <laughs> involved in this whole shambles. Yeah, well, yeah, but nobody wants to watch that, according to Florentino Perez. Yeah, I believe him. Yeah, can't wait for the Super League. It'll be brilliant every week. It's going to be good. If you enjoyed today's show, everybody, please drop us a view on Apple uh, Pods or wherever you get your podcasts. It will help other potential listeners find the show and hear this scintillating chat. Um, but until tomorrow, when I'm on with Pete and Vish, it's been absolutely lovely having you on this football ramble. Say goodbye, Andy Brassel. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Peter Donald. Farewell, fans of the future. And it's goodbye from me. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.